The world is changing. 51 years ago, the War of the Wilds came to a stalemate. The people of the Grainor Peninsula set all plant life ablaze to stop the stranglehold and built a mighty wall to keep the wilds at bay. All the while, they sat atop their monument, never truly knowing why this all began. A likeness of peace blanketed the blasted lands. One year ago, it all changed. An ancient god, once bound by old magic, found himself free and took his vengeance as his shackles were shattered. The mountainous city of Bulwark paid a grave price, but in the wake of this destruction comes the first glimpses of the possibility for true and honest peace. Our heroes venture from their familiar homeland into the fullness of what their world was before the war, a world they've touched but never truly seen. They find themselves caught between a land that has tried to end their lives hundreds of times over and a country they helped decimate. Under the canopy, they seek glory, truth, and salvation. The world is changing, and their hands will guide it. Hello, and welcome back to Another Path. My name is Chase, and I continue to be your GM. Today, our heroes return to the locked cask to exchange notes and prepare their next move. Thank you to our backers, Connor, Nate, and Jeremy, for their support. With that, sit back, relax, and enjoy your trip down another path. We we did it. We're back. We're back. We banging. It's been, I would say, at least, what, a calendar two months since we are all on mic at the same time. It's been. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> you got him. All right. And, all right. and fade into the episode. And We're good. Cut. We're good. Got it in one. <laughs> There it is. I didn't have missed a beat. Podcasting. I'd like to pause a motion to formalize calling this the after times. Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Yes, yes. There's the before times and the after times. It's not the yeah. current times. No. Because I don't know what time it is. <laughs> That's very true. My, yeah. like, the weirdest... So, it should come to no surprise to anyone by this point that I don't sleep good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and while my schedule has adjusted into the early a.m. hours... As, as, and by that I mean I go to bed at 5 in the morning. I have been consistent, at least. I do consistently fall asleep around the same, same time and wake up around the same time. So That is an improvement from before. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. Yeah, but... it's strange, but... Because you're not working, right? No, you're I just am not. Home. Well, you're doing, like... I'm doing stuff with the theater, yeah, but that's only, like, once a week. Right. So, twice a week. And then, Zach, you're still teaching, subbing? Yeah, I'm still subbing until the end of the month, and then I'm sort of out on my ass. So Mm. you got to figure out what to do then. Yeah. Because if this is already pushed to the end of this month, so who knows what's going on then. Two of our managers uh, have tried to get me back already. So. All right. Yeah. But one of them understands that I've had a lot of health issues in the past year, so understands my hesitance to return to the the soiled bread mines. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I'm technically on on a leave of absence. Um, mm-hmm. So, oh, I technically, so you can go back. I to technically the bread mines. could go back, but it's like, do I want to? Right. I don't well, think so. And who knows if you'll actually be able to yeah. get unemployment. Well, yeah, well, that it's like I don't know, like if they're they're still like on like reduced everything. It's like they're on reduced everything, like masks, reduced gloves, hours and stuff. Everything. It's like, yeah. is there a point? You know? Yeah, all but two of the managers were put on forced furlough for about three weeks. Jeez. Yeah. Jeez. So, so fun. <laughs> yeah. More stories from the aftertimes. Yeah. 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 How yeah. are you? How, how are your aftertimes, Chase? Um. Well, I've been technically quarantined for the first time uh, in all of this, so I went from having a weird pseudo-work schedule to zero-work schedule. I am entering—this is the start of my second week of that. I am likely fine, but it is still the situation where it's like, I just kind of exist— And I know I have individual responsibilities from day to day, and there are things that I do, in fact, need to do. But those things typically don't take more than an hour or two. That's how I feel, (laughs) yeah. And then I 
I mean, it's been my habit of just turning on a stand-up comedy special and falling asleep watching that. I fell asleep. Have you watched Middle Ditch in uh, Schwartz yet? No, I haven't. It's on Which Netflix. Um, has okay. a Thomas Middle Ditch and Ben Schwartz. Um, and it's just a two-man long-form improv special. Uh, right now there's three episodes of them that are about an hour long. It's very good. Oh, well, I'm going to be watching that very oh, soon. Oh, it's very, very I good. Do like a Ben Schwartz. But ben Schwartz, he's a good man. No, it's been um, it's been John Mulaney. It's been Mike Birbiglia. I love Mike Birbiglia. Uh, I watched some Trevor Noah too. He's pretty. Funny. He's pretty funny. I love Trevor Noah. He's, a good he's guy. hilarious. It's about two o'clock in the afternoon when you all find yourselves back at the locked cask. Uh, Jackson, you beat Zephyr just by a couple of moments, and Mordecai comes in just a few minutes later. You all re-adjourn yourselves to your room, where there is a notably small and notably thick mouse standing guard. Hell yes. And you grab yourselves a seat. What did we name him? Uh, it was it was Hugo, because it sounded like Hugo Weaving. Yes. Right. That's it. Oh, man. Okay. All right, so a lot, a lot has happened. Just, yeah, just I guess. so many things. Um, I actually had a pretty pleasant day. That I feel like we can take this time to sort of um, you know, do a, a, a recap of our own solo adventures. Uh, that would is... be great. So what did happen last time when we went down that alternate stream? Master B, get the string. <sighs> right. Fan. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. Oh, yeah. We're going to need that. He pulls a small cube out of his pocket and tosses it to the ground, and everything just kind of, like, unknots and untangles itself back up onto the wall. Um, uh, Gimbal is still sitting at the top holding the Y and <laughs> is looking very unhappy. Oh, Gimbal. Gimbal, you kept it. Good job. All right. Based on your what you said, Zafir, I'm thinking that I had a pretty um, comparatively uneventful time, so I'm going to go first. I don't have that um, much to share. It was half of a confirming something and half of kind of a personal exploration. Um, I went to I went back to the hood in the fist to talk to Mick. Um, that Mick would, said, that's the place where you fight. That's the place where I, I became a, a, a wrestling star overnight. Yeah. Um, working on a fandom. Um, he said that, well, he'd love to have me or any of us back as, as competitors. There is an individual by the name of Mo, who is the, one of the masters of the Builders Guild. And I may have spoken with Mick about possibly putting my hat back in the ring and in exchange for putting on a good show and as a victory, he might be able to get a conversation going, send some more sensitive information our way. So that's something we can maybe hunt down. Um, I found a small uh, Graynor shrine to the guides. Oh, I didn't think there'd be one. It's not a lot. It's in an alleyway. Uh. Uh, <laughs> and it's kind of beat up a little bit, unfortunately. But... Uh, it's a I spoke to someone there. It's at least a place that we could take a little bit of haven at. And then I went to the not the big temple where I think you went to Zafir, but I found like a smaller temple. You know, I, and, I went to the fancy one. Yeah, I went to the like the lower district temple and spoke with one of the attendants there. Learned some stuff about what happened. Some something that happened about twenty years ago, where a lot of the leadership sort of just disappeared. Like, people don't really know what happened to them. Uh, and the only one... The only really member of the old guard that's left was Nessus, who I believe is the uh, Archbishop of the Pack. I believe. Yeah, I forgot to write that part down. From my notes, that sounds correct, yes. Alright. That's some, yeah, some sort of political upheaval happened. Some sort of uh, uh, change in leadership, change in doctrine. And... Messus was the only one that kind of came through that unscathed. All the other archbishops were instated after that time. Messus is from before that time. When was that? Um, the guy said about a couple, about twenty years ago, a couple decades ago. Okay, so that's not this. No. If there's some, if there's things from, it may suggest that Messus has a lot more power or a lot more staying potential than the other archbishops if he's been around longer and. 
had some way to survive that or possibly implicates him as took a quick look around, make sure that Hugo's watching out that maybe Messus was responsible for something terrible. I don't really know. It's hard to say. But that's pretty much what I found. I'll look over at Master B and see if there's any new string on the wall. Um, he has um, outlined Messus's placard on the wall in kind of like a, a shimmery green. <laughs> Is green good or bad? Yes. All right. Why? Very good, very good. Uh, all right. Um, Jackson, would you like to continue? Uh, sure, I could do that. Uh, I took a job. Uh, from uh, Camille down at the Favor and Protection hooked me up with the Fishmongers, which is a profession over here, boys. Yeah. Not a, It's not an insult. It's a profession. <laughs> Went and was the bodyguard for Azerite. She's the head of the Fishmongers Guild. And I actually attended a meeting of the Guild Heads Oh, shit. As her bodyguard. So that worked out. Did you get any useful intel? From them, no. It was uh, boring as fuck, actually. <laughs> and it seemed like there were a lot of people there, but the actual guild leaders that were that are super important didn't deign to show up for this. Hmm. And that would be the Beastmaster's head, uh, the Builder's head, which you talked about there, Mordecai. Yeah. And... Uh, the main dude here, the head of the casters, is Mantellum. And um, I do the same thing that uh, Mordecai just did, and I check to make sure that our THICC mouse friend is guarding the door. <laughs> 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 and uh, it, uh, we, uh, Mantellum might have uh, murdered his way into being in charge. That's the big, mm. um, the, the, uh, the swarm tabaxi, yes? Yes, mm. the, uh, the, uh, I think. The big rabble rouser. Did uh, you guys know that the Builder's Guild and the Caster's Guild are distinctly different? They're like spell casters. That's, that's what I assumed. I thought they were like metal casters. That would also make sense. Yeah, I, I assumed like casters. I assumed spell casters, but I assumed yeah. that the, the builders were like magic too. I think they're just, like, carpenters and, like, masons and stuff. Well, yeah, but, I mean, like, it would be nice, like, especially, like, masons and stuff. You have people who can, like, move the well, heavy things. Anyway. Point being, it's a distinction I discovered. A magic beyond <laughs> anything we do here. Yeah. <laughs> Construction. Union work. There we are. Yo, I'm Tony Union Wizard. It's nice to meet you. <laughs> Oh, that's my next character. That's my next oh, character. Tony that, that, the that, Union that, Wizard. I was going to say that's my new alias. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> also it, like it, Tony it. the Union Wizard. Tony I the love Union it. Wizard. I'm Tony. Oh, I'm from God. the Union. Hello. You can take uh, that, Zach, for your first of your aliases. Oh, it's very my good. God. That's so good. It will be. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I made a friend. I don't know if we're going to keep being friends because we have to decide some things here. But one yeah. of the other bodyguards, her name was Celina. And she was uh, very uh, welcoming, also very pro-Mantellum, spoke very highly of him and his abilities. Apparently, if it was him up against all of the high priests, he wins. Hmm. Or at least could have a really, really good shot at it. Um, Thanks. What I got was this guy's so good, he came from nothing and he came out of nowhere, and then all of a sudden he's in charge of the Caster's Guild. And no one can touch him because he just kicks, he can kick anyone's ass. Um, and it sounded like if he wanted to and he then they planned everything out well enough, it would be incredibly easy for him to just assassinate priest after priest one by one and he could just do it. Makes you wonder maybe why hasn't he then yet? Yeah. I mean, maybe he has to get the public on his side. I don't know. But my friend Celina, uh, she's very sneaky with the rogue stuff. Uh, and she left me this note, and I'll hold up the advertisement. Uh, it says, uh, The people rise tonight, 9 p.m. at Stout Hall. Uh, it's uh, going to be a pro Mantellum crowd is uh, my understanding, and I've been invited to this thing, 
So I don't know if I'm going or if we're going or if we're going to pretend that I never got this. But that is an option. If we need more information or if we decide that we want to maybe meet the guy or throw in with him. Maybe. Which is a conversation we still need to have. But that's pretty yeah. much everything I learned. I look over at Master B. Uh, he he points to the already glowing luminescent sign that says Mantellum, uh, and he adds a another string to it um, with uh, the placard Salina. Mm-hmm. And he gestures to his new outfit. Oh yeah, Master B's looking fresh to death, isn't he? Oh yeah, no, he's looking he's looking fresh as hell. <laughs> Looks real good. Did you uh, uh, use the steel to buy that? Because I got some of that steel now. No, I use I didn't have steel. I didn't oh. get any from being the manager of the fights. I didn't get the percentage or anything. I just got an egg. So oh. I reach into my pocket and I hand you five steel. <laughs> oh, nice. Hey, thanks. Although, apparently, gold is a, kind of like on par, if not slightly above steel here now. It's kind of becoming like a novelty thing over here. It goes a bit further. A little bit, I think. I think it largely depends on who you're offering it to, but I, I found that out. Well, all right. So our gold would be valid here. Oh, and I definitely for sure am going to stick out like a sore thumb as long as I'm carrying this bad boy around. A gesture to the scythe. Yeah. No one else has this? I don't think it's really a common weapon where they come from. No. Here, it's a farming implement. No, I mean, it's kind it's, of a yeah. farming implement back I mean, home, they don't, but... I'm, they don't have to kill plants like we did. I mean, perhaps you wear a disguise, like you are a farmer, and then it would uh, make sense that you're carrying a scythe around, eh? A very well armored mm. farmer. The well armored. The well farmer. Farmer armored. <laughs> you get just some big overalls to put over your armor, and uh, then I take the. I look. Take the runes on the prismatic uh, breastplate and change it to farmer. So I have resistance. Here. I now have resistance to uh, uh, apples <laughs> and oranges. That's right. Good. You have resistance to locusts. No, but if that's the case, then the apple a, apple a day won't keep the doctor away. It will now. Oh, Fuck yeah. off, apples. <laughs> was that was that was that good? Was that good cover work? Is that? We'll see. Okay. Well, we yeah. Can, I mean, we'll, in practice, it will it will show, I suppose. Um, I mean, my dad always said if you came back from a job knowing more than you did before, it was a success. So anyway, um, my found my findings, eh? Yeah. Yes. Cool. Um. So yeah, we went to the the sort of higher class district, whereas most of the the common folk are for, are siding with the guilds in this whole uh, uh, debacle. The um, the rich are siding with the the archbishops and the church. Went to a nice bar. It's called the Unstrung Unstrung Bow. It's a very good name, I think, for a bar. Met a, a nice gnome named Benicio. So you know, if you're up in that part, then say hello. He's a good guy. Um, but no, there were, um, when I stepped outside, a, 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 I saw at first, I guess, one parade, um, that I, I believe the first one was, uh, carrying, um, a, a torpedo, uh, the Archbishop of Storms, who apparently is a, a, a an Aarakocra who is very, uh, revered out of fear because he's sort of a, a ruthless tyrant. But yeah, uh, after sort of further investigation, each of the forest lords, archbishops sort of had their own parade processional that was uh, moving through the district towards the uh, Hall of Open Secrets, which is sort of the big temple up there. It's very cool. You could sort of hear anything in the whole room. Um the acoustics were amazing. Sat in uh, on their sermon for a bit. It was all, uh, the bishops were speaking a lot about forgiveness, which we'll see if they practice what they <laughs> preach with all this madness that is about to happen, probably. I'm sorry. Um, and afterwards, I took some time to try and uh, commune with the deep. Um, I fell through a puddle. It was a thing. <laughs> A puddle? A puddle, yes. It Just was... like on the street? Yeah. I no. remember, like, jumping off the dock. Yeah, well, yeah, that was into water, and I couldn't really find water, so I found the puddle. Um, oh, my God. Is, is it is... called the deep because it's deep underwater? I mean, the, the, the... Oh, shit. Oh, my God. I cracked the code. Master B, put it on the board. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
he he writes the word water on one side of and then the deep on the other and he sets it waterside face up on the ground cool. all right i'm sorry zafir please continue. you're good um i uh, found out sort of two vital pieces of information from that um excursion i guess the one of which apparently the forest lords are beginning to lose their power oh that is believed i guess to be tied in um below the uh uh Hall of Open Secrets about nine months ago, um, some sort of pulse of energy rang out that the deep managed to, uh, sense. Assume, assumedly the, the two are connected, but, um, how? So- Not sure. And, um, if we would like to investigate that, it will probably uh, be a very high stakes because they won't want us poking around, um, in their temple probably. The priest I spoke to mentioned there was a space beneath the temple where, um, on a on a, on a kind of wild shot, I asked if there'd be any records around of like my father having served with the the Mavo faith because he was a an acolyte when he was younger, and there's record space below the temple. So yeah, there's there's something down there. Um, yeah, basically, I guess there were two schools of thought um, that sort of Baylet and I kicked around where it's. We could, I guess, an option is to go in with this information in our meeting tomorrow and let them know that we know about it, which we could then, I guess, as a way of ingratiating ourselves, try to help them. But then we'd run into the problem of them wondering how we have this information, which could get a little complicated. Yeah. Um, or we could try to just slink down there and see what's going on ourselves if we wish. I don't think they're going to want our help. That's very fair. Yeah. Unless, if we help the priests and the forest lords regain their power, uh, I mean, we're immediately picking sides, and then it's not just us picking sides, it's, it's Granor picking sides. Well, there's different people in charge now on the Granor side of things, and... I don't think that I don't think either side right now is looking for another conflict with the other. Right now the stuff that we're dealing with over here is more internal. It's the it's the priests versus the the guilds. And have you guys been able to get a pulse on exactly why they're at odds besides just they each want to be in charge? They want very similar things. Um it just seems that they want to go about it very differently. If the Forest Lords really are losing their power and Mantellum really came out of nowhere, then maybe Mantellum just wants to be in charge and not have gods to answer to? Maybe do... I know that they said that he sort of came on the scene recently. Do you know how long ago that was? Because, I mean, if it just so happened to me nine months ago, that is a hell of a coincidence. I think it was a little longer than that, but I don't remember. What was it? Did I know that chase or learn that chase? Uh, how long Mantellum would have been on the scene? Yeah, yeah, like when he first appeared. It's He's been around for... It felt like a couple of years. Yeah, it's but, been it's been a little while. Okay. Yeah, you haven't gotten an exact time frame, but it's been longer than a year. Yeah. You've gotten just the, the ease that people are talking about him with. It's been so. It's more than the nine month time frame, but it's well less than the twenty year time frame that we're talking about. Oh, absolutely. About. Yeah, we're we're talking about a year or two. Yeah. Can I ask another GM question? That just might be something I missed. Sure. Um, and I guess player question in general, because the whole it does does the conflict between the guilds and the priests have to do with like the peace talks? Because that's the whole reason officially that we're over here is uh, to mm-hmm. is to uh, is to facilitate peace talks between Graynor and the Wilds. It seems like this is just either very well or very poorly timed uprising. Okay. It doesn't seem like these things have anything to do with each other. Okay. It's just you know. Sometimes you get coronavirus and murder hornets at the same time. <laughs> God damn it, if that isn't an analog for the aftertimes. Right? Um, okay, so I'm just going to stream of consciousness for a second. All right. No no bad ideas. Here, here. Uh, Master B, do you have a, an area of the wall that we can just throw things at? Or like a talking stick? Like He uh, waves his hands and he prestidigitates a very nice looking stick with some beads around the top and he right. hands it to you. Thank you. So, 
we don't have to touch this. Like, I know this is a big deal and it's affecting Lee and affecting the people of the wilds, but it's it's technically, like, just based on the letter of what we're sent here to do. I'm actually miming holding a stick. What's wrong with me? Um, <laughs> it's like you're your, role-playing. It's like your goddamn actor. <laughs> um, it, by the letter of what we're sent here to do, we're just here to negotiate peace talks between Graynor and the Wilds, and our original sort of bonus content objective was helping Amareya. This, I would argue, is even... is is secondary even to that to Amareya. This is this is I'm not saying it's not important, but I'm also not necessarily sure it's our place to really meddle in. I don't think I disagree with you. I think the only way this affects those is I'll turn to Amareya. Does the uh, forest lords losing their powers uh, affect you? Like is that something we should try to help out for you? I I don't know, to be perfectly honest with you. The, the lords, they took power after my imprisonment. It's strange that they would lose their powers or their powers would wane, such as that. I am not familiar with anything or anyone else doing something like that before. At least not in my waking life. Not now. Maybe as things were to come back to me, I still don't have everything. And maybe if I were to be on my home plane, that might be something else. But from here, right now, I don't know them from Adam. It it seems like they... Clearly they wanted me for something. Clearly there was some sort of a kinship. They... They wanted me here, too. They knew that I would be here. Yeah. And they somehow know something about me getting my powers back. And I am quite curious how they are going to inform me of that and not be here. So we're... I'm kind of at a loss right now. Maybe they saw that you got your powers back and now they hope you can help them. Maybe. It may suggest if if you don't think that entities or beings like this can lose their powers naturally, then... My instinct would say that someone's taking it from them. It took a lot of really big chains to take yours away. I'm now starting to get into Master B's evidence dungeon mode now, because, like, <laughs> if Mantellum's as powerful as he is, and maybe there's some connection there. If he just was a, you know, upstart out of nowhere mm-hmm. and has power to rival the archbishops, then maybe he's getting a helping hand by from their own... He's ripped a page out of their playbook. He's ripped find a way to siphon power from the forest lords. I don't even know if such a thing's possible. I'm a barbarian. (laughs) But... (sighs) Now you're also a druid. I'm working on it. I'm actually 50-50 right now, so yeah, I guess I am kind of a druid now. Look how far you've come. Yeah, look at that. But yeah, I... (sighs) There's a lot lot we don't know still. Mm. And I think... I'm not saying we shouldn't touch this, necessarily. But I think that our just rechecking our priorities. And I think priority number one is taking care of the peace talks, is what we were formally sent to do. And that would mean peace talks with the archbishops for Correct. Correct. And maybe from those talks we can glean a bit more of what's going on. We can learn more about the situation at large. Hell, they might ask us for help. And then we can get information from them based on that and make this decision from there. What do you think, Saphir? I mean, I was never saying, hey, we, we need to do this. I was just merely positing the things and giving a few options. I definitely think that the first thing we need to do is go to this meeting tomorrow. See what happens from there, what time frame I guess we have here, and then figure out what we want to do. The Forest Lords losing their power does concern me. It does. Because spreading that forward, extrapolating a little bit, it suggests that maybe down the line, entities like the patrons are vulnerable, or this could happen to Amareya again, or the guides, and that's certainly not a good thing to have happening in the world. No, we don't want any of those things to happen. But, I don't know. It's strange because we're representing everyone. Mm Mm-hmm. 
and as soon as we take any any public steps here, both sides will immediately be aware, and then we'll be able to probably backtrace everything we've done before that. Possible. So, at this point, anything we do is a declaration of loyalty or friendship to one side or the other. Even if we don't want to get involved, they're going to force us to be involved. I don't think that it's necessarily... Aiding them in this is... I, I don't take it as drawing a line or taking a side. Our whole purpose here is to bridge the gap that literally is being created by the wall between us. And I think that if a group of people who are in some way representing Graynor come here and help them with a problem that is probably drastically threatening their way of life, I, just like we did when we helped with, you know, cleaning up that swamp with the... the I, oh, I can't remember the name of the Brotherhood. The Batulan Brotherhood. With those guys. Yeah. Um, along the way, we've done what we can to... To help this place and show that we are here for peace and for aid and for fellowship. And I'm not saying that we need to do this. I'm just saying that uh, I, I don't take it as a declaration that we are now on this side of the wilds, but that we are merely here as friends. I don't disagree with you, Saphir, but... And you can kind of see Jackson get the the, the heavy look of... Assault the soldier who's seen things. We all know how the government can spin things. Whether we mean something or not, whether we do something or not, or even if whatever we do gets covered up or changed or... We were all there. It can happen again. And I guess I'm just overly cautious now, but... The powers that be got us by the proverbial Jimmy's already for destroying a city. So at this point, if they if they want to pin something on us, they already have the thing to pin on us. That's fair. I guess where I'm coming from is I, I'm just trying to do the, the most amount of good as possible. And if they want to frame me as a traitor for doing that, I'm, I'm okay with that. I think we're all on the same page at the very least of our goals here being good intentions. Master B, let's literally put a pin in this conversation. <laughs> um, um, and He reaches down to the floor and there is a pin at the very center and he pulls it and the entire evidence dungeon just refolds into the cube. Gimbal is uh, uh, absolutely <laughs> caught back in there. He napped one. Very good. Oh no. Oh, the poor bastard. <laughs> Gimble, no, Gimble, why? He'll be fine. So we have tonight. Um, we're going to meet them in the morning, yes? Uh, yeah. We'll send word on our on our arrival. Yep. Tomorrow. Um, and we will pick it up then. Um, in the meantime, I know you said you so. have this guild meeting this evening. That I don't know. Did you want to go to this, Jackson? Well, I think it's a little less of a uh, official guild meeting and a little bit more of a pro Bantellum rally. Well, yeah, yes. I don't think it would be a bad idea for one or all of us to go to that. We can be there, yeah. Um, but I don't think we should go as ourselves. I don't think so either. Um, I can be a dog. I can be you a can. lot of people. Um, I can be me, so I will need help. Well, I mean, did you want to go? You were invited, yes? Oh, I, I see what you mean. You don't want to be you at the thing because we're going to go. I got you. Um, I th It can't hurt to go, but it can hurt later if people think we're picking sides. So maybe I just don't look like me. Uh, but I also like the idea of all of us just kicking the crap out of some, some poor people at this uh, fighting ring. Uh, do I know if that's tonight, GM? Tonight. Ah, no, shit. this is this is a choice. I've done I've done one of those clever GM things where I'm giving you <laughs> options and some and they are exclusive. 
you can split up. Mordecai, if you want to go to the fighting ring and get some FaceTime with Mo, you can do that. And if the other two wanted to go to the rally, they could do that as well. If you all three want to do one or the other, you could do that too. Or you could just go to bed and wake <laughs> up the next morning and come what may. I do want to hit up the hood and the fist. Was it like, if we go there, is it a group thing or is it a you thing? There are some group bouts and magic included as well. So I'm sorry. There are magic bouts. Yeah, bud. Ooh. You could join me in the ring. Same own, or I could make my own persona. <laughs> Tony, the union wizard. <laughs> it's his time. A man of the people. Kind of an everyman character. Well, yeah, see, my, my, my current thought process was that he, <laughs> that to make him a shifter. Um, but I, so I, I don't want to step on your shifter toes. So I might I, I might need to rework the character a bit. Um, hey, I don't I I know I'm kind of in the grand scheme of things, at least out here. I'm not a great shifter, but I don't think shifters have a problem with there being more shifters. I think you're a great shifter. Oh, thanks, buddy. Oh, How many welcome. toes do shifters have? Uh, Frank, really, it depends on the shifter. <laughs> that is a good piece of information. We have we have five. I have five. Per foot, not like in total. <laughs> I have three on this foot and two on that foot. No. Do some have like four, but then like a toe thumb? Yeah, like a, like a dew claw. Yeah. yeah. Well, There's some that well, are kind of like not a dew like, claw, but like a like you know like a like a monkey would have. Oh sure, yeah, 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 yeah. One of those like, like yeah, yeah, a thumb toe, a thumb toe, or a toe yeah. thumb, a, a foot. A monkey. Don't be a monkey's thumb. foot. Some have some shifters have like cloven feet. Like man, yeah. You guys are cool. Oh, yeah. All right, so we it seems, sounds like we are going to keep our noses clean of this rally tonight. I think that might be for the best, but uh, probably there's anonymity at the hood and the fist. And, I don't. And really if we think wanted to, much... to to stay to stay removed from this until tomorrow, um, that would be I plunging into the deep end. I feel like pretty quick. Um, I think but, so too. Wait, wait, wait. It could be very entertaining it. though. I got it. Hey, Master B, you want to go to a rally? Sure. Can you disguise yourself like Zephyr can? Yeah. Um, he waves his hand in front of his face, and he becomes a Goliath. Oh, rad. Because I figured, like, if this is, this is a public rally, at the very least, we could, you know, buy someone a drink at a bar tomorrow and just get the skinny. But we could also just send a friend and... We do have many get, friends. Get a report. Let me rephrase that. We do have a few very good friends. We have some pretty dope friends. Yeah, I wouldn't say several. We, we have many acquaintances. We have many, <laughs> many acquaintances and people who would probably like us less if they knew that we destroyed the mountain. Yeah, no, Master B, Kyron, you want to go to go to the rally? Let us know yeah. what happens. Yeah. All right. Why not? I guess, uh, Kyron. Quick question. Mm -hmm. Just yeah. while we're all here and shooting the shit, what's your deal, man? What? You got us here. That was <laughs> that was your job, right? Yeah. No, I get paid tomorrow. You get paid tomorrow, so you're stuck with yes. us. Yes. When, when we actually, yeah. I would assume, arrive at our destination. All right. Yeah, when we arrive. When we arrive. Big air quotes. All right. Air quotes, all right. Yeah. No, he's just been so endeared to us that he wanted to stick around. He's doing this pro bono. He did get to go to the Feywilds. He did um, get to go to the Feywilds. Also, I get, like, two days paid to hang out with my buddy Ed downstairs. Like, I don't, All right. That's I don't get to see him often. We're good buds. Is it Amber Eye that's paying you? Um, yes. A little bit of Amber Eye. I'm, I'm kind of double dipping on this one, to be perfectly honest hey, with you. Smart. All right, yes, yeah, so you go do the real work while we go fight people. All right. <laughs> we're, doing, we're doing stuff. We're getting some FaceTime. You're going to see Mo. I, I, I hear Mo is important from what you have mentioned. Yeah. We are a high enough level now that we can delegate. Yeah. We have retainers. We have played enough games as these characters to we be able to tell other people to do things. We do have a literal yes, hireling. And they can at the succeed moment. on their own. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. I would say Kyron classifies as a hireling at the moment anyway. So, like. At, look, both of them do, honestly. I would never degrade Master B by calling him a hireling, though. <laughs> he is absolutely. Like, Master B, that's. Uh, he is a, a retainer. Master uh, Kyron's a hireling, there though. Yeah. Uh, beautiful. Do I need to get Amare the mask? is our boss. <laughs> so. Hmm? Yeah, um, a mask. Oh, yeah, we will need masks. I've got a mask. Right, we, we, oh, give shit. me a moment. We need to go and see 
Bryce. Bryce? Who's Bryce? Bryce is a fan. Hello! <laughs> and we're Bryce there. our room. Hugo, what were you doing? Star wipes. <laughs> Bryce, Bryce, Bryce. <laughs> My boys. Hello. How are you? This is... You're back. We're here for some more masks. You brought me... A specimen. I did. He's quite the specimen of man. Come in, Jackson. Come in. God. Oh, I thought we were talking about Mordecai. No, he's a specimen, but you see, he's a burly specimen. You're a cut specimen. I'm a hunk. (laughs) No, wait, sorry. This has been established. I'm a bear. You're a bear. We know (laughs) this. You're a a bear. Oh, goodness. I I forget all the the terms. I think Saphir's... Jackson's like a swole. You're a twonk. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then, if I had I guess, hair, I think I'd be an otter. But I'm I was not gonna sure. say, if you had hair, I think you'd be an otter. No, but... I'm kind of built though. Not built like this. I mean, no, not like that. But I mean, he's got the strength of two. He's a, a, a big. Do you really? Yeah, I believe so. Fuck, you're a chunky dragonborn. Yeah. Wait. No, sorry. A strength of one. A strength of one. Okay. But that's that's more like it. So he he's cut. He's a cut dragonborn, not a. All right. So are you all going to be taking place in the bouts this evening? We are. We are. Excellent. Yes, yes. Um, hmm, I haven't thought about be, my mask yet. You'll be needing disguises. We will. We will. I'm an eagle, so you, that well, one you already have. You're your all chest. set. Well, there's, there's, there's two. There's two. There's two uh, schools of thought here. Either you guys could do something else, or we could all be eagles. Uh, I feel like. I feel I like. Think, I think Birds of Prey is another IP. Ah, <laughs> yeah. oh, shit! I, was about to say, I could make you all different Birds of Prey. <laughs> the most ambitious crossover of 2020 yet. No, because we met those women at your house, Mordecai, yeah, and I'm pretty right. sure they could all kick our asses, so... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, give me a moment. Well, I guess, well, I guess what, what sort... Do, do I want to, to be disguised? Do I want to be... Hmm. For you those, be like, for, a sh- like a shark or something. For those of you at home, I, I need to paint a picture of how excited Zach Robb is for this. <laughs> like, Zach Robb is literally bouncing out of his chair, and his smile could break the computer. I'm tr- I'm I am just... very excited to watch what he comes up with. I, I, well, I, I've, I've had another... Um, uh, 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 another uh, uh, alias uh, on the back burner that I've been saving mm-hmm. a half elf named Blinsky Malkov. Um, oh my God, what? Um, that I have not ah, gotten ah. a chance to bring out yet. Um, that maybe this could be the arrival, but that's also not a very good wrestling. I don't know. Name. Blinsky's memorable as fuck. Um, I know my name uh, because it'll work from yesterday. My name's uh, the name's Jack Buddy. Buddy, Jack Buddy, Jack Buddy. All right, yeah. No, that's yeah. that's it's it's right, memorable. Yeah. Rolls off the tongue. Yeah, I don't have a mask for that. What's the? I think uh, I just wear shades. Ooh. Do you have a pair of designer shades, perchance? Give me a moment. What's it? And... Bryce is a lot more sinister this oh, iteration. I, <laughs> I think Bryce is a vampire. I assumed he was a vampire. Bryce comes back with um some very uh w- with a uh, a very small case uh and he opens them up and uh it's a pair of really thick aviator sunglasses. Hell yeah. All right. And they are they are sturdy. These are not going to break in a fight. All right. Can you make the lenses green? Hmm. But like, I pull out my, I pull like, out my green, my green quill ink pen. Can you like rip like the enchantment off of this? Can you make it like green and like ripple? Let me see what I can do. There will be an extra fee for this, of course. Oh fuck yeah! yeah. All right, uh, he sets the quill down. We're about to win so much the, money anyway. Yeah. Sets the glasses down. He starts rubbing his hands together. I'm going to let you boys know it's been a minute since I've done this. Would you say and that it's been a while? It's been a while. Yeah! It's been. Uh, <laughs> he rubs his hands together and he presses it down on the table and a, uh, a spidering enchantment kind of splinters out surrounding both of them. 
Um, the quill is lost entirely as it evaporates <gasps> oh, no. in smoke, but the kind of green effervescence from it, uh, the smoke is there and it twists and turns and it soaks into the sunglasses, making the lenses themselves green. A noble sacrifice. I salute over the, <laughs> the, the, the faded quilt. Sorry about that. It's fine. I can surely, I'm sure I'll find another one on the ground somewhere. <laughs> He shuts the case and slides them over to you, Jackson. That will be... How are you boys paying today? Steel or gold? How much steel? It would be ten steel or five gold. I will pay you in steel. All right. Ten steel. Excellent. Leaving me five. I've got five left. What's What's a powerful creature that's not a bear that starts with the letter B? A boar. A boar. Hey. Would uh, Blinsky the Boar or Malkov be a good a, a good wrestler name? Mm, that's not bad. I don't hate it. Uh, how about... Barracuda. That's a bit long. Barracuda. The other idea was Badger, but that's not too great. Blinsky. No, no, I like Blinsky the Badger. Blinsky the Badger? Blinsky. Take it one step farther, Blinsky the Honey Badger. Maybe. You're only sweet for a moment. You don't happen to have a Badger mask, do you, Bryce? I don't, but I could whip one up. For you. I mean, if you can, that'd be... Quickly, yeah, that'd be great. What time is your fight tonight? What time is the fight tonight? I tell them the time. I'll have it ready by then, boys. Fantastic. How how much would you would you like for it? Custom job? Steel or gold? Uh, call it steel. Call it 12 steel. I pay the man. He takes the steel. Pockets it. It'll be ready tonight. Zafir, you got me into the ring. This is the least I can do. Well, I, I didn't get... I, I literally just showed you the door. Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, thank you. You showed... You pushed me in there. This is fair. This is fair. I wouldn't have been able to do this without you. Blinsky the Badger Molkov. <laughs> I need to add that to my, my alias list. It's cool, guys. We're the BBB. The Better the Business Bureau. <laughs> Better Badger Bear. The better Badger Bear. <laughs> buddy, buddy Badger Bear? Oh, but I'm an eagle, though. Bird. Bird. Burb. Burb. Badger Bear Bird. Yeah, I decided to go off brand a little bit and be an eagle. Can you be a beagle? No, I've already I've already got an just established a, fiction. Just like a big eagle, but we shorten it to beagle. All right, I'm for, here for, for it. For, you know, branding. <laughs> Starwipe. Immediately outside of Bryce's, and there is a tiny pony standing in the middle of the street. Benjamina, my darling, come here. Benjamina walks up to you, um, and as you scritch, 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 she kind of jostles herself to the side in that way that she does, Mm -hmm. and her letter pouch opens. You know how ponies It is uh, incredibly brief. Excellent. As it should be. Mordecai. I am sure you'll be happy to know that Brother Cenus Greenstone has been released to our traveling guards heading to Lee. He will be arriving with our representatives in a matter of days as a part of a prisoner exchange to be taken place as a sign of peace between the both sides. Your continued interest in Brother Cenus has been noted. (laughs) That's nice and ominous. Thanks, Colonel. (laughs) <laughs> okay, I sent word back to the colonel at Concetre. I wanted to ask about my uncle, since Zafir, we figured out that, like, from uh, Yandi, that prisoners are being released. Yeah, um, yes. My uncle's being part of a prisoner exchange program. Wow. This is good, yes? I think so. I mean... It's a big step. It's it's big. It's it's meant to be a sign of, sign of faith, good faith. Incredibly so, good faith. Your uncle's important. As far as I know, might be... Someone we can talk to, and maybe I can leverage some insider info out of them. Who knows? I'm not sure how to say this, Mordecai, and... Hit me with it. Do you have a good relationship or not? I mean, I met him when my dad stabbed him in the chest that one time. I remember, and then I brought him back. And then you talked to him in the Hedron, right? I did talk to him in the Hedron. I tried to get him to turncoat, and he didn't. Right. All of these things make me ask again, do you have a good relationship or not? No. But I've come around a lot more to 
the understanding of the faith of the Forest Lords since that time. Like, I'm not a devotee by any means, but... I mean, I just gestured to the Mavo uh, a crest that's built into my necklace now. Like, I mean, I, I, I get it, at least. I understand more of his side of things. I could at least have a conversation with him and see where it goes. Sure. It's a string we can pull, is all I'm saying. He note says he should be coming with the delegation from Graynor in a couple days. All right. Well, boys, shall we decimate? Oh. 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 All of my bluster has just been taken from me. <laughs> that was that was mostly for Chase. Do we want to <laughs> do we want to get a couple drinks? I want to throw up now. Yeah, I want to get nice and liquored up for this. We can go meet Benicio <laughs> if we want to. Yeah, yeah, we can go to the Unstrung Ball. Uh, he's a nice guy. Yeah. Gonna go on up to the nice side of town. We can go to the nice side of town. It's pretty up there. That's what it's quiet up town. <laughs> Stop. Yeah, say no. Say we walk the length of the city. You know. <laughs> I do look around. Look around. You are lucky to be alive right now. I spend hours in the garden. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we all got a hand on that ball. Let's kick it and never see it again. Let's all kick right. it to the the, the Alexander Hamilton. All right, Benicio, <laughs> what's going on, my Star man? Starway. <laughs> Thank you for joining us here on Another Path. You can find our website and merch store at anotherpathpodcast.com, on Twitter at anotherpathpod, and our network at ghostlightmedia.net. You can support our efforts by donating at patreon.com slash ghostlightmedia. A special thanks to our donor, Nathan N., or by giving us a rating and review over on Apple Podcasts, or whatever podcatcher will let you. You can find me on Twitter at TQ Loudly, Ryan at Ryan underscore Albrecht Griffin at Griff Colden Zach. That that guy's Zach Rob. We'll be back in two weeks with a new episode, and until then, remember to follow up on your own pins. This has been a Ghostlight Media Production.